0: Welcome back to episode three of the ICRC podcast. Um, We are very excited to bring to you today four new guests. Um, Today's topic is going to be very interesting. We're going to be talking about psychology um, and how it influences decision-making. So we have with us today Stephanie, Shannon, Celeste, and ZU. Um, Like our usual rundown, we're going to go through and give a fun fact about um each one of the guests so let's start
1: with Suu what's your fun fact uh hi I'm sue or you can call me Hal um I spilled a bit of water on my desk and now there's water trapped under my desk and I don't know how to get it out that's my fun fact about me
0: thanks
2: that was that was very realistic we like that mm-hmm. um Celeste uh so hi I'm Celeste and a fun fact about me is well, going along with what you said, I have a balloon near my desk for no reason.
0: You like this desk question. facts?
3: Um, Shannon. Um, maybe not taking the realistic approach, but uh, one fun fact about me is that at one point I had four hedgehogs in my house. Ooh.
4: Yeah. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie and I have no fun facts, but I got a phone call y- yesterday. Okay, that's all
3: yay yay money
5: (laughs)
0: okay um so the issue article for this podcast is how is are you really in control of your thoughts as much as you think you are um so do check this article out it was uh, it influenced our topic today um okay moving on what are your basic thoughts on the articles guys
1: uh, I, I think it's an interesting article because as, as uh, this these topics usually call in for a lot of psychological debates about how your brain actually works. but the article actually focuses more on how we're socialized in like our societies and how schools especially tell us how to think, which is like um, a really good categorization of what your free thought really is, whether it's being actually mind controlled by the CIA or having teachers tell you information that you just take as true. So.
4: I actually actually think it's more about, like, the school thing, because it's relevant for us, like, it's about, like, education is, is, like, kind of, like, not torture our mind, but, like, it's intense, prolonged psychological training.
5: I
3: Yeah, I I get what you mean, like, it does talk, it does, like, go into that aspect of, like, education, and, like, the education system a bit, and, like, how, um, how it's kind of influencing, like, uh, how it's really, you know, like, raising our like generation especially because we, we ourselves are students and I think it gives really good insight on that and also I think it's like after reading it about it like reading the article I think it's also you can take the perspective that's very applicable to especially us teens because like we're known to you know use a lot of social media and things like that so
2: yeah I also agree with them I found the, the part where it talks about how school is controlling our thoughts more interesting in the beginning when they talked about the mk ultra and stuff because it's less relevant
0: yeah so um do check that article out on Isia.hk. um we're gonna be moving on to questions about the topic as a whole um what do you guys think about decision making and like what factors do you think affect your decision making
1: like Life it's a really big factor. <laughs> um, no, it is it is very societal, isn't it, decision making? That the choices you make, well while people argue that all oh, that may not be entirely your own, you may be conditioned to making those choices, you still have some sort of like levity of your own personal beliefs. But this ties in a lot to like what your what is identity and what is identity made of and how does it shape what you do, or do do the things you do shape who you are? And it's all very existential and sort of meandering.
3: I think yeah. This is not a direct response to your question here. I'm sorry, but I think one thing is that also, pe- I think there's something that we briefly discussed in INS recently also, that like um, there's always the kind of like idea that your your decisions and decisions you make are like, uh, they're reflections of your behavior and things like that, right? They are partial reflections of your, beha- your behavior. And of course there are circumstances that do lead to that. And I think um, I personally, i'm not too sure about the uh the actual science behind this but i personally believe that um these circumstances and your like your environment around you does play a huge role in your decision making because um a lot of it's also like the way you feel and that like i think people always have problems with people other people's decisions because they don't really take into account that um people are swayed very easily or they're not always um they're not um they're they're always thinking in like a certain kind of perspective and I think like in general society would be at like a much better place if everyone was kind of open to the idea and always had the idea in mind that uh, people might like why people might do certain things because of possibly existing circumstances or things like that I think that kind of open-mindedness is something that's important yeah I
0: actually I think your last point was very very strong like when people do things often we don't understand what goes on behind them and like what they're experiencing i definitely agree if like as a society we were to have a more open mind um in terms of why people do things then we could achieve a lot more so that's actually a very interesting point shannon um stephanie what is your sort of just response to our discussion and the question in general
4: yeah like the whole the whole point that um we, I think it is narrow-minded because we, we are like, we're kind of like made to, no, we have these opinions and other people will disagree inevitably, but I feel like things like peer pressure, all these things like parents, all these uh, social media, we are influenced to think a certain way to like, to learn from that. But I feel like inevitably it is our decision. It is, we, we still have control of our own minds. It's just, we learn from other people's thoughts.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think in like the early stages of life, we're less in control of decisions. As we grow older and become sort of more wise, we do have more control and we have the ability to like change what we want to do.
4: Because like when we we're young, whoever we're close to, we, like, we just agree with them naturally because we don't really yeah. know right or wrong.
3: I think that's also kind of the, it's kind of in the idea that like also uh, because you are, when, like, like going off of what here said, when you are older, you kind of, uh, you're, like, at this stage in life, you are less um, really, like, for, like, your decisions maybe are kind of more, because of, like, puberty and, like, adolescence and everything, your decisions are kind of seen as uh, maybe more, le- not, I, I want to say, like, not as reliable, but um, I think part of it is also that when you're older, because you are kind of more mature, like, like, like literally more, more mature, um, people also hold you more accountable to your own decisions. And so they, like your decisions become more important because like you're now an adult. But so when you're younger, maybe it's just like, it'll go to your parents or something like, something like that. Yeah. I think
1: it's a lot easier to make decisions when you're a kid because you have, when you're a kid, you're only exposed to really like one or two points of view, your parents and maybe your peers. But when you get older, you get exposed to all these ideologies and those ideologies reflect your behavior based on what sort of actions that you take and what you agree with. So I don't really know what my point was here. Just are saying when you get older, things get different. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. So uh, I am going to kind of disagree with all of you here and say that we're not actually Purely in control of our thoughts because there's always external
3: influences, right? That, that was um, kind of my point. Sorry. Yeah, I think I like I think I totally agree with that because uh, I'm not sure. Which, like, I think personally, I always find myself uh, in kind of difficulty where I always like uh, where I think, and I think we've all faced this before. Like, obviously, you you like you regret you've done something because of like the way you're feeling at a certain point in time, and like um, and like obviously your your actual thought or your actual mindset is not reflected in maybe an action that you did before that you regret yeah but um
2: i i think that our decisions and our thoughts are kind of like an amalgamation of everything that we surround ourselves with so it's not really us it's more everything else that yeah that's what we believe in um, but yeah kind of like what you said
1: like that's uh, that's what identity is, isn't it? Really, like an amalgamation of everything you've been exposed to and everything you agree with or disagree with. That kind of builds up personality. Um, I have I have a question for you guys. Uh, do you believe that like innate human responses, like a fight or flight response is more of like a pure decision on like that's like untainted by everyone else's opinions than like a thought that you normally have?
3: So like, what what do you mean by that? Do you mean like
1: so, so like a res- like an automatic response to like fear? or like, like if you like when you encounter danger and you run away, is that response more truthful than a response that's like calculated by what you've seen online or like what you've been exposed to?
0: I think it affects like, I think what you see online eventually affects everything, right? Like I don't think you can actually like distinguish the difference it makes when you have a natural response and when it's like, made through like your online um like whatever you've seen online like i think ultimately it just affects everything like what like you're like as said your external influences just end up affecting literally everything
3: you do yeah personally oh sorry i forgot to raise my hand oh um, personally i think it's just as genuine because um even well if you consider the fact that so if we're talking about just decision making and not like like a decision you actually made um there's always like a motive behind it so whether or not it was there's was, like an influence like social media or something like say you were like you're like there's all there's there's gonna be some kind of um, motive or like goal that you have subconscious or not so like and that just makes it as genuine as like all your actions genuine in that question yeah um i want to
1: say in like the some past guy this king uh he wanted to experiment with twins he wanted to see if they would come up with their own language if they weren't exposed to anyone else and i was thinking like if you stuck two people if you stuck a person on an island with no external influence whatsoever how would they come out like what would happen to them i feel like this has been done before but it's all like very unethical you wouldn't yeah, be able it, to I'm actually not, do it but.
3: Know, I, I think okay so i think this is this kind of research has been done before but it's not like like a study where like they literally popped a person on like a Something similar, where like you know, I'm not sure this this some this is something that my brother told me, so like please do not like take this as fact, cause I have no idea. But um, like I think there was once a like uh, they did some research on this on these um like kids or like these kids who who grew up in like indigenous tribes or like things like that, so kind of like away from the rest of you know like uh, very urban modern society, and um, I think they kind of did this study based on to really question the very um, well the debate has lasted for like a lifetime which is for like uh, forever <laughs> for eternity, which is um like are is it like in the uh, human nature to be like selfish and like uh, are like humans just naturally selfish or like um, yeah that debate and so I don't remember I don't know I don't remember how exactly they did it but they did study these kids and found out that these uh that like this the selfishness that people always said they're only like the people always um say as part of what that. i mean that people do say is like part of innate human nature actually came out from it just comes from like um modern society and the whole like um the whole kind of society that we're in where everyone's kind of grouping up together and uh i mean just just the way human nature is right now but i don't know the validity of this study okay just like putting out
0: um and sort of relating to your like uh what you said about like studies and stuff so this is kind of off topic from like your natural response and your natural behavior um but i think a study was also conducted um where like a researcher like a psych, like um, someone who was into psychology and they were researching psychology they basically didn't um expose to their child that the sky was blue and then the color blue existed as a whole um and so like this happened for like a year straight on out right like in any of the books that said the sky was blue they would just take it all away um and he wouldn't ever describe like like the child wouldn't ever know what the color blue was um and so one day when the sky was like it was sunny and it was like proper blue outside um, they took their child out um, to the park or something like that, um, and then they asked the child what color the sky was. And the sky, asked, sorry, and the child literally just like froze, like she like she didn't have anything to say. Wait, because, I uh, oh. yeah,
1: uh, I will say that yeah. is is that is that like how people promote propaganda <laughs> in schools. Like I read this book about this person who who was a defect from North Korea, and she was talking about like, the school system, and they just have posters that like how to kill an American, and if you kill ten Americans and you save and you um bring back three of their bodies, how many bodies do your friends have, and that's something good math or something. Okay, okay,
3: hold on. Um, Oh wait, can I quickly
2: ask what book that was? Because I think I read it as well. Yeah, it was really that's popular. Like the book. the Hyeon so Lee's book. I'm butchering the name. So- something
1: like that. Yeah.
2: The girl with seven names. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 She got, yeah, she, she a there, I agenda. remember their math questions also had a bunch of like, cr- cr- like North Korean propaganda. But um, going, I did want to talk about what like the example of the study that here is talking about. The, I forgot who told me, but I feel like someone told me that the end result to that was like the child said the sky was light green or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: no, it was something completely opposite. It just the- wasn't blue. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, when you're raised not knowing what the color blue really is or what it applies to, you just like, oh, it's something, I guess.
0: Yeah. No, but I just thought that was really interesting how like, if you're like, we just know what things are because we're told what they are. But like you said, like, what if we were just placed on an island and we had no idea what everything was? Then like, I don't know, that's just super interesting right yeah.
2: Um, I, I think I either read a book or watched a video or something. Uh, Where it talked about uh, how different languages perceive different colors because there's like a base few colors that people use for everything that's like black, white, uh, red, and blue. So, in some places, they don't actually have like a color for green as we do in English. I think it was Japan, yeah, that they before they didn't have a color for uh, green. So, everything that so they found the closest color and which was blue until you know the. U.S. came over and made them have green.
1: <laughs> the U.S. introduced <laughs> green to Japan.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that's really interesting thing to think about. though, like, um, how like people use like substitutions for, I mean, other things and like, kind of like, yeah, like this. If there's no specific word for it, how they would end up using like another s- substitute, but like a very version of the substitute if that makes sense like, yeah. yeah
1: yeah um these the, these sort of stories like remind me of again like how people like what is it? brainwash people like how they completely alter someone's psyche and their mind through like it could just be like word games but it could also be like mk ultra which i want to talk about now <laughs> um uh, i don't actually know anything about mk ultra i just i just know it was cia stuff and they fed everyone lcd and then hoped it made the Speak the truth or whatever, and like the Unabomber was trapped in an MKUltra ultra test. That but, was
3: very interesting though. But you you know what like the which one the Unabomber went through, right?
1: He yeah, it was the one where they completely dissected everything he loved or whatever. <laughs>
3: but yeah, because like it was so. This one made me so mad. It was like they put the um, what ha- I think what happened was they had basically they made everyone write like the whole group of students write essays about the things that they valued most in life or like their philosophy and things like that. And then they had to they would these essays would be read or like and dissected by supposedly another group of students. So they would have like a debate about it. But in fact those said students were actually like lawyers. And yeah, then they would, they would completely hurt. rip apart their <laughs> like which is yeah, just terrible. So
1: Yeah MKL's it's like Like, it's interesting, I guess, if you weren't human, and you weren't affected by things ever, but, like, it's- it's, like, one of the most unethical things to ever do is completely warp someone's perception of themselves, and, like, feed them drugs, and, like, hold people prisoner and torture them in, like, Israel. Like, it's not a good thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: this also kind of- since we're on the topic, let's just talk about brainwashing as a whole. Remember, um, this was a really long time ago, but it was, like, it was like when Spongebob was like popular, but then it was also like wildly popular. And then people were saying like Spongebob was like brainwashing children, for the concepts they were introduced. And like that also like brings me to how like the stuff we watch or the stuff we watched as kids can really make an impact on how you are as a
5: person.
1: Well, yeah, I think it it depends really on really what, what the inter, like what the kids' media is and like because you're a kid your mind just sort of absorbs stuff at sometimes at face value sometimes not but mostly at face value and so kids shows always like like Sesame Street and stuff like that they always have these very altruistic messages they they shove towards you and I get they're a good thing but it's kind of funny looking back on a hindsight because you you know it's like a way to get kids to not be dick I can't say that <laughs> to not be rude. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Think, yeah.
3: sorry going off on that point I think this is just kind of a question I have like I really not too like knowledgeable about this to really answer my own question but I was thinking like is it possible if like even after a child um, a child has seen all this uh, all these kind of like pro-social uh, messages and like the kind of TV shows and like the media they consumed as a child like how much of it? I know it does play like a huge impact into like understanding, at least this child understanding how society is meant to function. Like, okay, what's what's accepted? What is pro-social behavior? But also, like, can the child later when they grow up? How much will they? How much like how possible is it that they will completely turn on these values? It's what I think. I it. I mean,
4: people but. go
1: from like leftist to Republican because. I think with kids, there's always this this hierarchy in their minds of what information is most valuable to them, and most of that, like at the top of that, is usually like their parents or their teachers. And like TV shows, while it may have a lot of reports to them, will probably get overshadowed by the, like direct authority addressing you personally, saying, "Hey, uh, Sesame Street is for losers, and all their messages suck." And they'll be like, and then the kid will echo that sentiment and be like, "Okay, well, Sesame Street sucks now, and I won't listen to being a good person."
3: That is uh. very true,
2: though. Yeah i think also um even if you consume like really positive media as a kid, if you're exposed to like like more dangerous and i guess bad forms of media or just influences around you i think that can also turn you bad.
1: yeah
5: no that's that really
2: interesting Be-
1: um yeah, that's really because a lot of people end up going through like right-wing rabbit holes like not to bring like politics into this and whatever, but there's a lot of like forums online that are dedicated just like spouting these ideologies that are just like rooted in bigotry. And since then these are the only authorities that like a lot of like a lot of people are like, young teenagers that fall into these holes and get trapped there. And then they will continue to spout this sort of like um like bigoted rhetoric that makes them like it completely alters the way of thinking. And like it like it's like what's the word like radicalizes them or something like it is it is a matter of influence of what you see around you like and what you think is acceptable to reflect you know
4: he's talking about like when we were like young kids this is we're really young we we don't really know we, we just agree with anything that's given to us we don't really even have to like second second think it. we don't even think about that but like i think like we're teenager because we have like social media our parents like influence yes that that still like takes a Takes a stand, it takes a hold in our mind. But social media gives us like a different perspective of what it is right and wrong from like a bigger majority. Something. Yeah,
1: yeah. So like that's why a lot of people that end up falling into those those right wing rabbit holes are young teenagers because the like a lot of a lot of like, everyone grows up with some form of bigotry instilled in them. That's just how our society is. No one is like purely. Uh, doesn't, everyone has some sort of like non-progressive values that they get, it gets taught out of them, but it's like a fact of like human nature, right? And when people see those like really like negative values being like enforced and like shown as a positive thing, they'll continue to echo that. And that's like, that's the difference between like teenagers and the kids. And while kids will just like mindlessly mindlessly repeat stuff with young teenagers or even like older teenagers, seeing things that agree with their negative ideals, even if they know they're negative, helps them like, sh- like it reinforces like negative behavior. Oh, that's so psychology talk.
0: Yeah, Um. also sort of just connecting to what you guys are saying. I think uh, most of us here have siblings. You guys think that, like, your sibling has a huge impact on, like, sort of the person you become. Because I definitely think for me, like, growing up with an older sister, like, it was, it was a role model. And I sort of, as a young child, obviously wanted to do everything like her. So, like, what are your um like
5: sort of thoughts on it because i know it's
3: different like everybody has different relationships with their siblings um okay oh okay oh okay i'll go first so i think for me um i i had like a really good relationship with my like a very close relationship with my brother for like my whole life so uh so i think that says a lot and i think um in terms of that i I do really agree with the point that he made that like for me personally at least definitely because of my close relationship with my brother that like um i had a that i always like i wouldn't say it looked up to him as like necessarily a necessarily role model like i didn't like want to be like him but i just always thought that maybe like a lot of his opinions were more um educated and i guess in a sense like even correct in my brain and um and even to this day like sometimes i'll hear my brothers and say things that like um, and sometimes like I, I i guess i will disagree with them but like or i'll just think they're bad but it's difficult for me to like point that out because like he's my brother and i had like a close relationship to him and like it wouldn't be as easy to point it out if it was like someone like just like a stranger i mean i would have pointed it out if it was a stranger or like gone against it but like yeah so i think that just comes to show that like uh i like I do take my brother's opinion, like, really quite highly, yeah.
4: Look, I feel like whether whether or not we're close to our brother or siblings, they kind of build our character, because I'm not close to my, my brother. He, we fight a lot, we butt heads, but because, like, that kind of built my character, like, when we argue, I know, like, how to be dismissive, I know how to, like, talk back, that, like, he still influenced me in a way, even though we're not, like, I do not look at him as a role model, but, like, subconsciously, I'm sure I do follow him somehow.
1: Uh, I also have an older brother. Does anyone who actually not have an older brother? I have an older
4: brother. Oh, okay,
2: okay.
1: Um, but essentially, my 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 relation with my brother is completely different to of uh, Stephanie and Shannon. It's because my brother just doesn't talk to me, and I think even though he didn't really t- talk to me much, there's still that that influence that older siblings have. It's because older siblings have a different have like. I think in a kid's eyes, or at least like from like my perspective, right, older siblings have more of an authority than parents do, because with parents, you can dismiss their thoughts as like, oh, they're old, whatever, right, you don't listen to them, but with older siblings, they're closer to your age, they're like people that you can actually see yourself being, because when you're a kid, seeing yourself as like 40 or 50, is just impossible, you can't think about growing old, but like your, your sibling is only like three or four years older than you, you see them as this like guiding role model, and like even if they aren't your role model, the things they say, like, affect you a lot more, I think, or at least in, like, my place, because they're closer to you, they under- like, they should theoretically understand you more, but sometimes they don't,
5: so. Um,
2: for me, I, I'm the older sibling, and I don't think what I say or do has much of an impact on him, or maybe I just don't know about it, but, like, I know that what our interests are, because we talk a lot, I know our interests Sometimes, uh, we pass it on to the other person. Like, uh, he got me into Star Wars, if that counts, but...
3: Like, I mean, this is more on the topic of, like, closeness to your siblings, but I also think, like, compared to maybe Stephanie and, um, and, like, Hal's relationship with their brothers, I think part of the reason why I was always really close, like, if— like, I think early on, at least, it wasn't— we were very close, but we were still always, like, brawling. But I think now, um, but we were still close. Um, I think that also has to do with like uh, your family dynamic in general. Like because our pa- like my parents always like they're pretty clingy and they really encourage like uh, spending like a lot of time like a lot of family time with each other and stuff like that. So like that is why uh, I think I think if it wasn't for that, I really would not have been that close to my brother. So yeah, um, I forgot who was saying this earlier, but
0: I do think like their uh you're like their preference preferences also affect you like you know if they're watching something on tv you're more likely to also like what they're watching you're more likely to sh- just in general like what they're doing because you like shannon said you're growing up in the same household
5: no but
4: i agree with like the whole the, sorry i agree with like the whole like parents how they raise us because if we like when we butt heads, how they like react to the situation, it kind of influences how the other person grows up, how our, how, how my brother grew up, how, how like that kind of builds our character. So I feel like our parents are like one of the biggest things that build the closeness between us, between the siblings.
5: Yeah, okay, Um.
0: so that was very interesting about just like how external factors affect our behaviors um getting a little bit more into psychology um do you guys feel like from any like role model in your life or any just like figure that is important to you do you guys feel like you imitate that behavior more now or like obviously you imitated their behavior more as a child but how often do you think you do it now like do you think you have a better realization
5: of that, or do you, like,
1: yeah? Um, I think I, I don't imitate, like, people I know in real life now, but I do imitate people, like, like, celebrities and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, much easier when you're a teenager, because you have that, you understand it, right, when you're a teenager. When you're a kid, you don't know what celebrities are. <laughs> but, well, I like, parents you
5: know
4: are the biggest thing, because, like, I feel like how they react in situations their behavior i kind of take like that same behavior and it's kind of sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but like that's how like they i they influence me like role models that's just like natural role models i just see it and i kind of copy it kind of sometimes
3: like i think i'm um, going yeah like early into what stuff said i think personally I never had anyone I mean at this I mean at, at least when I'm reflecting at this stage in life, I don't think I ever had anyone who was like um, who I really thought was like, Okay, this person's this I don't know, said so like celebrity or someone or like my parents or someone, like they are my role model and I wanna like be like them. I don't think I ever had anyone like that. But like Stephanie said, someone who I guess I imitated their actions to a certain extent. I think the closest one I would have, the closest person I have to someone like that was like my brother, whether I liked it or not. Yeah, just because growing up with him and everything.
2: Yeah, um, I do the same. I imitate my parents, like not on purpose, but I find myself imitating them and like how they react to situations. And also, I don't know if you guys do this, but... After reading a book or watching a TV show if I get really emotionally attached to one of the characters, I find myself like like, like uh taking one like kind of imitating them for like a while and then dropping them after. Oh
1: yeah, months. I do that all the time. It's a problem actually. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um yeah, I think it's interesting like how what we decide to imitate. Like we don't decide to, right? But like our brains like, "Oh, I really like this behavior. I'm going to latch onto it." But why? And most of the time I can't really explain unless I want to do like a whole psychoanalyze like I want to psychoanalyze myself like I can't describe why I like or dislike shows or why I, I have a taste in music or not you know I think that's interesting
3: but like now that I think when you bring up that point about like oh why you know you will have certain interests in certain things like I can't tell my, myself either like none of them were really influences from people a lot of them were influenced from my friend or just like things I found online that were cool they're really not things that my parents liked or my brother liked or like any of the examples that we like I previous talk- previously talked about so
0: yeah um and like continuing on through that as well I just feel like along with our parents we're also and siblings we're s- influenced by our friends so much and I feel like that's the thing that influences right now at least that's the thing that influences me the most like doing things that your friend wants to do like not every time of course but just I feel like it heavily impacts
1: your like decision
0: especially like in school and things like
1: that honestly I think of that argument you know people always are like oh if you and if your friends are gonna jump off a cliff would you do it too that's, that's a bit stupid but like yeah I, think, yeah I feel like that argument comes like the, the thing you've said about wanting to do stuff your friends do I think for me usually so if I want to do something friends do it's just like a way to like interact with them just to be with them and like have fun you know
4: or like do you mean like smoking because I, <laughs> I think I different
1: i think i've misinterpreted that
4: no i feel like yeah you're right it's, it's all about friends but that also kind of has like peer pressure sometimes like if you didn't want to do something and all your friends are like yeah let's all do this you will be kind of like you're you'll doubt yourself you'll be like okay i'll do i'll join it because well for the for the heck of it because you're that's your friend and you wanna you don't want to feel left out yeah that's the biggest thing it's like no one wants to feel left out
0: (laughs) yeah but you know i think i think we have changed a bit like i feel like the more mature you get the less like willing you are to do things even if you don't want to be left out do you know what i mean like when you're older and you don't want to do something you're just not gonna do it and obviously it depends on the person but i feel like you're more likely to not do it when you're older than you are at this age
1: yeah, I think it's because you get more confident when you get older, right? And when you're confident in your decision, you don't even rely on the feedback of your peers to do what you want.
3: I think it's also like going off on of what house has also to do with like how I think people like, especially people like we're around the age where, you know, we're always seeking like validation for our actions and things like that, because um it's just kind of, like it comes with the age where like just some, sometimes sometimes you might be like really unsure about like your actions or things like that so there's like a need to you know have those your feelings or like your actions like validated by other people around you
0: yeah agreed. Okay. um so moving on let's do our nat i'm sorry our segment on would you rathers um so we're going to take a short segment break right now. Play the segment music. Okay. Um Okay. So, um let's do would you rather. These are kind of hard uh, psychologically, but my first would you rather is um do you like would you rather be influenced um by positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement? So whatever also- your answer Yeah, sorry, just go ahead. Yeah
1: positive. Why would I want to be punished for doing things?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess different like different things work for different people. But sometimes I guess it depends on the situation. Like there could be a situation where negative reinforcement works better than positive reinforcement. Like if you like say you're exercising and you, you have like a goal, um, or you want to like, you know, have uh, achieve something, I just feel like negative reinforcement works better in that situation.
2: Just for me as an individual, but yeah. Why do I feel like I'm in Year Ten I N S again? Because we are discussing
5: this in Year Ten I N S. It's <laughs> always really on
4: my mind. Oh, well, I think I think like the, the, I think negative reinforcement is actually more effective in some cases. Like for example, I've been told like don't follow my dreams because that will lead me down like a hole. Because I'm, if I don't like go to, go down the education path, I will. I'll fail like I'll, and that's like the fear that's like the punishment that's like the end result that I should not like touch which is why I' I fear ever like trying something new trying like going outside the the realm of ed- of like academic academic subjects and going down like that that road to find a job in the
5: future.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's not that, is that a good thing. <laughs> I don't think that's really a good thing. Well wait here your question was would you rather, would you rather be pref- like have positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement? right yeah the thing is right i'm a very selfish person and i quite like not being punished so i think i would much rather I mean, have positive I mean, reinforcements I mean,
0: yeah yeah no I, did, I agree with you in most scenarios but i think some situations are different at least
3: yeah i agree with here about like the different situations i yeah like obviously some people like, except for some situations I think you might be more productive or like in terms with like negative reinforcement but um, personally I would like in general I think the general standpoint like I had is that I would prefer positive reinforcement because I think sometimes like the negative reinforcement if like you if it's built up among and like certain people they might want to take it as well and I feel like I'm one of those people who might not take it as well like um, it ends up kind of you end up maybe like really spending more of your time being instead of being productive or like actually getting things done, you're or like being motivated, you're actually just kind of fearful for that like negative reinforce more that like negative outcome. So yeah, that's just my take on it.
1: I think people who are raised of a lot of negative reinforcements end up having a lot of issues. I think people that are raised with really strict parents, they're not the best off mentally in the end, you know. the negative reinforcement you associate everything you do with some sort of negative behavior that really like messes with you
2: no but i think negative reinforcement can be useful in some situations like do i know what negative reinforcement is i don't know if this counts but like for example if your parents tell you when you're younger to not touch fire then you still might touch it but if you've actually touched it and experienced like the heat and Burn, burning yourself, then you're probably more likely to not
4: touch it because you know about it firsthand, right? I feel like like negative reinforcement like works if you have like if you understand the intention behind the negative reinforcement. Like with the whole education thing, if you go get down that path, I think it inevitably inevitably it's for it's good for us to like get a job to find money to like sustain ourselves financially later on. So like that's good in a way, but yeah, I do agree also that it can be bad for like our mental behavior and how we look at life in like a safe, safe, like perspective. So moving on to a more
0: subtle, would you rather, um, and not very INS like textbook based psychology question, um, but this is just something that, it it is psychologically related, but yeah. um, Would you rather have people admire you for your good deeds or respect you for your power? is this a harry
1: potter question this is a harry potter test
5: question question
1: you're
3: gonna sort me to a harry potter house
0: i mean i just found the website and this was question 11 on my website (laughs) but yeah
3: sorry what's the
2: question again
0: um okay the question is would you rather have people admire you for your good deeds um or respect you for your power
1: now that it's I am it, I'm very, very Harry Potter-related,
2: I- Do you <laughs> want to be a Hufflepuff or do you want to be a Slytherin?
1: Can they respect me f- for my good deeds? Yeah. Or is it- or is it I have to be, like, like, evil? It's like- Or I have to be nice?
0: Well, just because you're in power doesn't
1: mean you have to be evil, right? Yeah, but power usually comes with not-so-good things.
3: Sorry, no, what always. is the wording again specifically? Is it admire for your good deeds or what is it?
1: Um it
0: is would you rather i'm trying to find the website right now okay. would you rather have people admire you for your good deeds or respect you for your power it's actually it's actually really hard i can't
4: yeah it sounds like do you, would you rather be like liked or feared by people <laughs>
1: actually yeah
4: well i feel like
1: admiration as a word can very much be turned to like very creepy obsessive stuff can't it while respect implies this boundary yeah. that you have
0: i don't know it's so hard i so i still can't like because if people like you can they can they be fake like do you know what i mean and exactly. power is less fake it's more just that they're scared of you like Stephanie said. I don't know. Like, say,
3: like one thing no but is that sorry Okay, sorry. Yeah. Like one thing I think is that like, if you, I don't really know what it means. Like, I don't think I've actually felt what I mean, of course being admired for a good deal. at least is something we can all experience at this age at like some point, like rather like minuscule or like a lot, but like being very respected because you have a lot of power. Like I'm thinking like CEO power. I don't think any of us have experienced that before. So I really cannot make the comparison very well.
0: Okay, uh, a more lighthearted one, um, would you rather have your entire lifetime of experiences converted into a movie that you can watch whenever you want to, uh, remember them, or would you have your life turned into a book that can be read and interpreted by anyone?
1: Um, do the parts where you're watching the movie or reading the book get put into into the parts of the movie? (laughs) I'm
0: not sure. But wait, let me just restate that question. It's quite confusing. But would you rather have your like entire lifetime of experiences converted into a movie that you yourself can watch whenever you want to, like remember them? Or would you have your entire life turned into a book that can be read and interpreted by anyone?
1: Is it like, okay, by movie and book, do you mean like documentary and Wikipedia article or like Oscar winning thing and, Pull a surprise. <laughs> this the big difference in both of them. Well, your movie is something
0: that you can just watch. You're, like it's just for you as an individual, right? As a book, it's like a proper like book that is published.
1: Yeah, I know. But like the movie, like movie, as in like like your the movie, is just like what your eyes see, and like yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. Um, I don't know. And the
0: book is like your thoughts and feelings and everything, just your life. Sure.
1: It's like It's, like, realism hard.
5: versus, like,
3: idealism, yeah. isn't it? Um. Yeah. I think for me, so going off that, like, say, so, like, the movie is just something for your eyes. It's just, like, every kind of, like, all your experiences. Um, I would go with the book simply because um, I think the idea of being able to interpret everything, like, is cool. And also, like, uh, personally, there's often, like, times where I just feel, like, uh, I think like with a book you can kind of there's there are ways to really I'm not sure how to put this like strengthen the way your um your emotions look like or, or or like I don't know how to explain it like how to put this like um kind of I guess in a sense decorate like your emotions or like your experiences and like you can do that in like a book but like considering that like The movie is just like a recount of your experiences for you to watch. I think personally, it's kind of boring to me, that kind of idea. Is it like a
1: highlight reel? like is it like the best of my life <laughs> or is it just like the most mundane details possible because if it includes like very very mundane stuff like going to school every day I think I would choose the book because I don't care enough about what I do in a day to day life to watch a movie of it again
2: hey, or like, you could watch the- yourself
3: sleep for 8 hours I don't
1: think if the movie is shot through my eyes it would just be black for 8 hours
3: no like and also like I mean also thinking about it like is 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 the movie just like visual, just like visually? Okay, yeah, watch me like sleeping for like eight hours, or like does it also have my thoughts and like does it have a soundtrack and does it have a special effect?
1: I was gonna compose a soundtrack to my <laughs> I, don't think,
3: life. It does. I don't <laughs> think we're <laughs> thinking about this too deeply. Well,
1: yeah, we need to think about the realism of this question. Do <laughs> <laughs> I get a big theater to watch it in? Or no, <laughs> No, I think I would choose the book honestly as well
0: because like even if it is a movie, I can still, I still have like a of canvas, right? I still have the ability to go back and like look at my like not look but think about my memories or if it's a book i feel like you can learn so much more from the experience because like it's what not only like do you know what i mean like everybody knows your thoughts like all the things that you thought were only you are probably a lot more other people as well that was well.
2: oh, only for yourself
0: Well <laughs> so that's that's the movie but the book was-
2: also, for me, I love reading, but I have aphantasia, I think I have aphantasia, which means which means I can't visualize things in my head. So, if I have the movie, then I can, like, see everything. But if I have the book,
5: I
1: don't because know. Of, because i taking taking this um, way too seriously, my family has a history of dementia. So, if I get the book, I will, like, okay, the only reason why I would, like, have this, but the only reason why I would read or watch this is because I want to, like, Think about the stuff that happened in my past, and not like five seconds after it happened. So I'll be like 80, and I'll have the brain of, of a steamed vegetable. <laughs> I'll be trying to read a book. That's not gonna happen.
3: I mean, I think for me the main part is if, like, I can't really. In terms of like or emotions or so, like stuff like that, I don't think the movie from from what I'm gathered, like my interpretation of the movie option, is that there is no like, and there you can't really there's, there's nothing that indicates your thoughts. It's just like your like how you look like physically and like like in a third perspective like view not really your thoughts or like the way you're feeling and like I think that can be illustrated really well in a book but like with the movie like I said it'd just be kind of boring just like watching yourself do stuff yeah like I won't even remember what I'm feeling in that maybe in a particular moment so it doesn't really help I guess
4: I don't. I don't actually like reading books, but it would be better to be for it to be in a book because you're right. Like watching a movie, it wouldn't be useful because you can kind of like remember all this stuff yeah. on the exterior. Yeah, because it's just that. But if like your thoughts, you kind of forget them eventually. Not forget them, but you kind of like put them aside in the past. if you have it in the book, just get that, and other people can even look back on that.
5: Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so I have actually a great, interesting one. Um, would you rather give up all technology, so cell phones, computers,
1: everything,
5: Wi-Fi, or
4: would you rather give up all movies, television, and books? Technology? No, I. <laughs> just, Sorry, you I say that again. <laughs> like, wait, wait, movies and TV shows—is that like include social media or no? Is that like not social? No, like you are like you
1: live in the eighties. All you have is like VHS and like records.
0: <laughs> but if you pick it... technology, right? So
1: you would get rid of basically the whole entertainment
2: industry. Wait, sorry, so whole technology,
1: like including like manual cameras and like.
2: What about basic technology, like a wheel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> get rid of all wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I think these would you rather questions are really not for us. Don't <laughs> Can we undo the industrial revolution, please? I want to leave it. The we it was
2: before. I'm pretty sure.
1: I don't care. <laughs> we get rid of the industrial revolution.
4: Are we answering the question? Because if I was answering the question, I would get rid, rid of like the entertainment industry. Because if you think of like the long run, technology is useful for you to like to learn to think about like the whole world. But the entertainment is just for you to be like happy in the moment, and like yeah, that's good to, for memories, but.
1: Long- think- do like documentaries count as entertainment so can i keep yeah. like a dvd of like blue planet i love that <laughs> it's so good
3: I wait so I, I, this is a would you rather right it's not like if i have to if i choose movies television books then i would have to give up all telephones computers and technology but-
4: I thought is thought like when you when you like get rid of that, you still get like the technology that is useful, not like the whole entertainment.
3: Does
2: social media count again? If you don't do get both, then like you should get rid of technology. Okay, regardless. You can't I mean, watch movies, television, or read books without technology. is like okay.
4: separating technology. But well, like for
3: it. me, okay, no. well, you know what the question though, like the way I interpret it is it's asking if you would rather give it up. So it's not like you can't have either one, like you can only have one or the other.
1: So if you give up all the entertainment you
4: only have technology. if you give up the technology you only have entertainment this is, this is a this is a weird question. but I can say I want to say like technology because it's useful, but I like use a I use a lot of things much more many more things like in the enta- entertainment part than like technology I oh, yeah, like, gonna
3: say I'm just gonna choose entertainment because I get bored and like i I, I use entertainment as like a distraction for like everything so. I I'm
1: gonna, yeah, I'm saying entertainment because, um, live like it's 1993, there is no Wi-Fi password, talk to your mom.
0: <laughs> I love to talk to your mom bit. <laughs>
5: yeah, um,
2: I don't think I've answered any of them with you rather's now that I think about it.
0: Okay, I have a really good one. Would you rather be the center of attention or go unnoticed? So, all the time just be invisible, or all the time just be in the light. Like people are always talking
1: about it. invisible.
3: Yeah, I would just go. I wouldn't. I
1: would not enjoy being the center of attention. It's like being a celebrity, except like with the celebrity you can hire like bodyguards, and I don't think he's just the center of attention all the time. Just some random dude. I don't think
3: so. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. When you're invisible, yeah, it kind of sucks for a bit, but you, you still have, like, friends, right? You're not, like, completely, you're not, like, literally invisible. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. No, I agree with
1: you guys. I wouldn't want to be sensitive of attention I, I don't want to be too as a whole. Like, even if you, like, really enjoyed attention, there's, like, you, there's a breaking point where you just don't want to, you want privacy, you know?
3: Yeah sorry are, are we a bit short are we are we short on time now or like because like uh i think house had some really interesting would you that
1: oh yeah okay yeah I, I wrote some would you rather actually um yes okay sorry i completely
0: forgot i thought it was about the other
1: time what's the podcast time limit
0: um we can like if you guys because technically it ends at 6 30 but if you guys, like if you guys have to leave you can't leave now but we can go for another 30 minutes
1: okay great um i
2: might leave right after the round of would you rather because there's a unique topic okay, okay
1: so my first would you rather that i wrote is um would you rather be in comp- complete control of everything you do like you have no external influence cause this is just back to the original the original like theme of the podcast and um so you have would you rather have complete control of everything you do no influence whatsoever or would you rather live society like you now and, and influenced by others
2: think like now because even if you have no other societal influences like I think when Shannon said like if you were stranded on a desert island you would still be kind of influenced by the environment and survival and yeah
5: I think
0: I think it's hard to imagine what life would be like without societal influences and like media influencing you like personally I just don't know what that would be like which is why I would choose how we're living right now
3: yeah, like I completely agree with here, mainly because like not that not that the idea of not like having any external influences sounds unappealing, but simply because I have I have no clue what that's supposed to look like. Like what kind of thoughts I might have or like how I would like you know, yeah. Like I'm mean,
4: like, sure because like when you talk about like being like the same with your own thoughts, does that mean we're being like alone? And, like, no, it like a desert island
1: no okay thinking about it now that just means you're a raging narcissist doesn't it <laughs> if you only believe your own thoughts okay that's a stupid question all right next one i wrote was um would you rather have the school-minded education system or would you rather have your own cultivated private education that you get to choose
0: again like i don't know what i would do if i already choose like I form a lot of my own opinions on sorry. Um, I form a lot of my own opinions on um like our school's education system and the things in my opinion they should do right and are doing wrong or things like that. But I think collectively like it would I think the outcome would be so much more different if every student got to
1: choose the way they wanted to study. There are some schools that actually do that, I think, but the expensive to run and so I know a lot of people do them Plus, like yeah. it's easier to run eight hour schools like yeah
0: yeah but also like which parent would want their like children to decide how they study unless they have like full trust in it do you know what I mean
1: that's true. That's true. I was just, like thinking about like the flaws in like the because the current education system, right? A lot of people say it's like primed for labor and it prepares just for like the labor force, right? So like, would like people yeah. be happier in a in a, like a world where the school system isn't meant for that? It was meant for something else, or like you know, private and education.
3: I do you want to say so? Well, like, when you mean like private, like, because I did I did ask you this before when we we're discussing this, but like, like, do you, by private do you mean literally like you're doing it by yourself, like kind of homeschooled, or do you mean like? like project-based learning, like very, very project-based learning, like very selective and very, very broad choices.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, more like project-based learning.
3: Cause like- Yeah, cause they do do that in like Finland or like some places I believe, I'm not sure they still do it now, but like, um, obviously like there's a whole other conversation about like why it works for them or like why it's like, why it would not, maybe not work. And like, for example, it, like to prepare people for like a work environment in like Hong Kong or something. But like, um, honestly I don't know enough about how how it works and I think obviously it's very dependent on um the values that like the cultural values also that the place has to like if that makes sense on um, whether or not it will work so but I think I think I guess I would prefer the, like the latter which is like your like like I guess kind of product based learning because simply because I think there's more direction and like the like for example, like the Isia article that we base this um, um this podcast episode off. Like it also does talk about how like um the education system is kind of like uh, well like it's technically, if you think about it, it's just a bunch of um like values that are just like that they're ingraining everyone to have. with like, the same system, and so uh, I think take like taking that perspective, I think it would just be more interesting to have like a more broad approach rather than uh, having these kind of values and mindsets, like subconsciously instilled into you through the education system.
2: I agree, but I think I'm too used to this system and I think if you were to self-study everything you'd have to be incredibly self-motivated because I know myself and if I could choose whatever to study I would ditch a lot of things like math and Chinese. <laughs>
1: I think, yeah, with this- with this question, it's, like, very much based on what do you need to learn in order to work in a budget society in this, like, world where you don't have, um, like, eight-hour school days? Because a lot of people's, like, complaints about the education system is that it's, um, the- the, th- the things you learn aren't relevant to what you do, but, like, sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't, it very much depends on, like, what- what field you go into, but a lot of kids don't have that in mind when they do school, they just do is told- they're told, right? So.
4: Because we are in an education space, technically, overall, like it is an opportunity to like. I feel like it's like a risk or safety if you want to like go into a project based thing. I think that's kind of a risk for your future because, like, I think our parents put us into this education so that we don't end up living with them when we're like 50 or 40, that we have our own job and we can like live by ourselves. So, it really is like risk. You want to take that risk, or do you want to like go down that safe path? Yeah, because like for this, would you rather question? I was thinking more like
1: not because like, of course in our current society a a private education system like that would absolutely not work it would fail instantly because like no kid no kid wants to work for labor right but in a society where you don't need that in a society where our um our, our education system isn't based around jobs and getting them what what would be better you know but okay uh I think that's, that's long enough. That would you rather? And my final thing that I wrote was MK Ultra, comma discuss,
3: which we did, we did, discuss. we did
1: discuss MK Ultra. So um, goal achieved. <laughs> and uh, can we you... really
2: quickly talk about MK Ultra?
1: Yeah, sure. Let's go talk about it's government. Experiments.
2: Unrelated to that, MK Ultra. But it makes me think of this uh, YouTube channel that I watch, and she does this series of challenges. So she calls MK Ultra, and I kept thinking of that when you said MK Ultra. <laughs>
1: MKUltra is oh. a cool name or something so, so horrific. That is a cool name. It's just so, so yeah, it really <laughs> like, I would- I would name like a superhero MKUltra, and then I would not have them feed psychedelics to kids. <laughs> maybe- maybe I wouldn't do that. Yeah.
4: Well, I actually relevant to the conversation we're not, or actually supposed to have. <gasps> I mean, like, it's- it's still- it's still brain stuff.
1: I want to talk about L- LSD, Oh yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about I was listening to this um this person this person music today um Syd Barrett he was the original uh, frontman for the band Pink Floyd right well well known rock man yeah and the reason why he's not anymore was because he was on a lot of LSD and acid and like mind altering substances and that sort of that combined of what people theorized he had he, people theorized he had schizophrenia and that combined with whatever mental issues he already had sort of made him like. Irrational and constantly in this like stupor, and they, they had to kick him out of the band. So it's just thinking about that. It's kind of sad, honestly. Um,
0: okay, so for those of you that don't know what MK Ultra is, uh, um, is gonna explain it because she's gonna do it much better than I learned.
1: This is very, very late, <laughs> so you have to listen all the way to the end to know what MK Ultra is and what we've talked about this entire time. But MK Ultra was a CIA um, project. Uh, it took place like around the 50s or 70s and it was uh, eradicated by like Watergate or something like that because people like government scandal or whatever and essentially what they did is that they would do mind experiments on people like either like um, foreign soldiers or like even the like, US citizens and they would see if they could change people's like brains to make them like either say the truth or like brainwash them to doing what people say or like completely destroy their hopes and dreams or whatever the CIA likes to do for fun. So that's what it is.
4: I thought it was to make a human weapon. Like they wanted to, like yeah, that's them. essentially
1: what it is. They wanted to militarize people. Like they already do that, but like in a different way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But does anybody have any last final thoughts? Um. They want to add to this discussion. I definitely think it's been very interesting and insightful.
1: I uh, oh. will say for the viewers, um, Celeste just left because she had to attend to uni call or
3: something. <laughs> also i feel like after like i don't know i still have a lot of thoughts but like i think i think i'm like seriously gonna re- rethink a lot of things are like said in this like today like maybe like just like next week i'll be like i have a completely different opinion for like no reason at all
1: maybe yeah. i will feed lsd a hamster and see if it makes them dance <laughs> who knows yeah um uh, but thank you guys
0: for listening to our podcast make sure to check out next week's Podcast and go follow our Instagram at IsiaRC. Uh thank you and goodbye. Bye.
5: Bye.